There are times it's no fun to be stuck in the drum cage, let me tell you. Can we just take a moment just to worship the Lord here? We turn in our Bibles to 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. First Corinthians 6 and 9 through 11 says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor uh, effeminate, nor abusers of themselves uh, with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. But ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Let's ask the Lord to continue to move in this place for a few more minutes. may be seated. We 
I'd like to talk for a few moments this evening on the subject of the all-knowing God that forgives. The all-knowing God that forgives. We serve a God that is all-knowing, a God that is omniscient. God has a perfect memory. He, he does not forget. He knows everything that happens in the past, the present, and what is going to happen in the future. When he created the heavens and the earth, when he said in the beginning, he knew that you would be born one day. He knew that, that on a, uh, at a spring day that you would be sitting in an apostolic church in, in 2018. He knew it back then. He is all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He knows everything. He cannot forget he forgets not his promises. He, he forgets you can go through the list of the things in the Bible that, that God will not forget. We desire, we, he is also an all-powerful God. He has the power to do anything that he wants. When he spoke the words, we were or everything was created just by speaking it. He is all-powerful. He is the God that can remember every sin that we've committed. That can remember everything that we've ever done to displease Him. Because why? He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. His memory is infallible. He's all-powerful. He has all power. He has the power. To bring the wrath that we deserve down on our lives. He has that power to do that right now. But he chose not to. Micah 7 and 18 through 20. Who is a God like unto thee? That pardoneth iniquity. That and passeth by transgressions. Of the remnant of his heritage. He retaineth not his anger forever. Because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Wilt thou perform, or perform the truth to Jacob and the mercies to Abraham, which thou hast sworn unto our fathers from the days of old? But he pardoneth our iniquities. He retaineth not his anger towards us. He is all right. He is our all powerful. But he retaineth not his wrath towards us. For our sins that we've committed towards him. For our iniquities that we have had on our life from the moment we were born. As David said, I was born into iniquity. Why does he not do that? Because he delighteth in mercy. He will cast our, our, our sins to the depths of the sea. He will subdue our iniquities. Thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the seas. We study the, the oceanography. The deepest part of the ocean is the Mariana Trench. Within the Mariana Trench is what is called the Challenger Deep. It's 36,070 feet below sea level. You can get Mount Everest and put it in that 
that, that trench in that area, and there would be a mile of water over that. But God is saying that, hey, I have mercy on you. When I have mercy on you, I will get that sin that was on your life. I will get that iniquity and I will cast it into the depths of the sea. I will get that sin that was standing in between me and you. I will get it and I will put it in the deepest part of the ocean. There's been more people on the face of the moon than there's been in the deeps. Or in that part of the ocean. And God's saying, I'll get that sin. I'll get that iniquity. And I'll cast it down into the depths of the sea. I'm all powerful. I'm all knowing. I'm all powerful. But I'm going to get that. Instead of having wrath on you, I'm going to take delight in having mercy on your soul. I could, I could do anything to you. I could destroy you. But I have delight in mercy. The pressures are so great down there at the bottom of the ocean that almost nothing can live. They say it is just a, a murky mist of a decayed animals, of, of plant matter, of life down there. Like to imagine there's, some, there's a few of my sins that are 36,000 feet down. There's a few sins I committed against God that are down there just floating around. Nothing else can live down there. It's nothing but dead matter. Why? Because when God had mercy on my life, He said, I'll cast your sins to the depths of the sea. I'll cast your iniquities there. But he's the all-knowing God. He's, he's the all-powerful God. He's omniscient. He has a perfect memory. But we read in Jeremiah 31 and verse 30, 34. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor. And every man his brother saying, Know the Lord. For they shall all know me. From the least of them unto the greatest of them. Saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity. He's going to forgive your iniquity. He's going to take it and cast it into the depths of the sea. And I will remember their sin no more. That God that can't forget. That God that has a perfect memory. That, has, that, that cannot forget anything. Can forget your sins when he has mercy on your life. Can forget those things that you've done. He goes back and he reaches down to that time where you sinned against him. He changes it. Why? Because he lives in the past, present, and future. But how does he do it? It's, it's through the blood of the lamb. It's through that blood that he shed on Calvary. John 1 and 7 through 9. But if we walk in the light, he is in the light. We have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son. Cleansed us from all sins. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. To bring it back up every once in a while to keep dredging up the past. No, he's going to cast it down there into the depths of the sea where nothing can live. 
where the only thing that's floating around is decayed fish. The only thing that's, that's, that's floating around is those things that are dead. Why? Because that blood, that blood that washes white as so, that blood that is all consuming, one day came in my life and it was applied to my life when I did what Peter said repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost that God that can't forget. When that blood was applied to my life, a God that can't forget suddenly just forgot everything that was keeping me in between me and him. The blood of Jesus is what cleanses us from our sins. It's through the power of the blood that God that is all-knowing, can go back and forgive our sins, forgive them and cast them into the sea as far as the east is from the west. No matter how far you keep going east, no matter, you'll never reach that place. You'll never reach that place to where God has taken your sins and left it as far as the east is from the west. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of them. It's through that cleansing power. It's through that all-consuming power of the blood of Jesus Christ that we're sitting here today. It's through that all-consuming power. 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, know ye not... That the unrighteous, what I read is my scripture text, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor uh, adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor uh, revilers, nor extortionists shall inherit the kingdom of God. In verse 11, and such were some of you. But why? Why did it say such were? Past tense. But ye are washed. But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified. In what? The name. In the name of Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. It's by that name that's above every name. It's at that name that the very devils of hell tremble. And by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Ghost. But he is faithful and just to forgive them. But all it takes is doing what Peter said. Then Peter said unto them, repent. And after you do that, after you go through that process, after you follow those steps, after you go down to an altar and say, God, here I am, God, I need your mercy. That's when this scripture is started to apply to your life. Such were some of you. There's somebody sitting here tonight that was a drunkard. There's somebody. You could go through every single one of these things in this list and you could probably find somebody that this applied to. 
but you've got a testimony tonight. You've got a testimony of, hey, I was one of those, but I'm no longer. Why? Because I had that all-consuming blood applied to my life. But that blood can be applied to your life tonight. It's your chance. It's your opportunity to get the Holy Ghost. It's that chance, that opportunity for your sins to be cast down 36,000 feet below the surface of the ocean where the pressure is a thousand times greater than what it is on the surface. You are to put a person down there. They would more or less stop or completely disintegrate from all the pressure. Of billions and billions of talents. But God said, I'll put your sins in the depths of the sea. I'll put your sins where no living thing can retrieve it. But all you got to do to get a hold of that God that is that does not forget that God that has a perfect memory, that remembers everything you've done for the time that you were born, that has a, the number of your hair, the hair on your head number. All you got to do is say, God, I surrender my all to you. God, I here I am. I'm a sinner, lost and undone without you, God. He's only going to do that through true repentance. Through a, a heart that is, has true sorrow in it. That has true repentance. It's at the only point that he, he says, hey, I see something right here at this altar. I see somebody that's down on their knees. That's saying, God, here I am. God. That's when he comes down and says, hey, let me get that, 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 that sin that you had. And I'm going to keep going east. I'm going to keep walking east with that sin that was in your life. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go to that place that is as far as the east is from the west. That place that's impossible to reach. That place that's 36,000 feet underneath the surface of the water. That place where nothing can live. And that God that remembers everything will forget your sins. That will forget the iniquity that was in your life. Why would you do this, God? Why would you have mercy on me? Because I delight in mercy. I delight in mercy. I'm all-powerful. I can do anything. I can do anything I want. But instead of giving you what you deserve, as we heard preached this morning, as Jesus was hanging there on the cross, the one thing that he had going through his mind is I'm trying to reach somebody else. But he's trying to do that same thing tonight. If, if someone would just hear the, the sound of my voice and hear what I'm saying. That hey, there's a Holy Ghost here tonight. We felt his presence in this place. It's all consuming. We can let's stand right now. That if somebody. If all they do if they. If my people which are called by my name. No one comes to God except He draws them. 
My people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. Seek my face. Then will I heal them. Forgive them of their sins. He's just looking for somebody that says, God, I'm willing, God, to surrender everything that I've got. God, I'm willing right now, God, to give everything that I've got to you. Here it is, God. Here it is. Take it as far as the east is from the west. Take it down to the depths of the sea. Once he does that, what is he going to do? He's forgotten it. That all-knowing God, that all-powerful. Ephesians 1 and 7, in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. He will not always chide. Psalms 103, he will not always chide, neither. Will he keep his anger forever? He hath not dealt with us after our sins. Hasn't done what we deserve to us. Nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As I said, as far as the east is from the west. So far, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. His mercy is so great it reaches to the heavens. A mercy that says, hey. It's only going to cost you humbling yourself. It's only going to cost you saying, God, I'm sorry. God, I'll tell you, here's these things that I know that I've done wrong. But I can't remember all of them. I can't go through a list and name each one of them. But you're omniscient. You're all-knowing. You know everything that I've done. So God, I'm sorry for those things that, that I don't know I've done to displease you. But God, I just want to serve you. I just want to serve you with all my heart. Why do I want to do that? Because your mercy, your mercy, God, is as high as the heavens. And as far as the east is from the west, so far. Hath he removed our transgressions after you do that? After you say, God, I surrender my all to you. After you've done what Peter said, repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the mission. He said, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's when he reaches down. 
And he gets those iniquities. He gets those transgressions. And, and he takes it as far as the east is from the west. It's when the scripture applies to you. Such were some of you. Before you felt the power. Of the name of Jesus. There's somebody that wants what I've been talking about here tonight. These altars are open. There's someone that says, hey God. Take my sin. Take my iniquity. Take it as far as the east is from the west. God, I'm undeserving. I shouldn't be standing here right now. You're all powerful. You could have done anything that you wanted to me. I'm undeserving of that mercy that is as high as the heavens. Or as great as the I'm undeserving of that God. But because God, you delight in iniquity. I mean, in, you delight in mercy. That's why I'm here on my knees, God. Say, God, here I am. God, I need your mercy. But he said, I am just and willing to forgive you of your sins. These altars are open right now.